Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Well, they are the six songs bidding to represent Ireland at the Eurovision Song Contest this year in Sweden. One of those, though, is going to be picked at the Eurosong edition of the Late Late Show later on tonight. If you have a favourite, let me know on WhatsApp today. Former Eurovision winner Charlie McGettigan is with me here in Lunchtime Live. Charlie, do you hear a winner there? I think I do. I think I do hear a winner there. But it was a sort of a boy band song there. I don't know which of them it was. Um, and yeah, it's got a melody. It's got a lyric that you can l- latch on to fairly quickly. I think really uh, for Ireland, we are the land of song, whether we like it or not. We literally, both in our traditional music and in our current crop of great songwriters like Gemma Hayes, Ultron Conlon, Aoife Scott, the Lost Brothers, we still have a, a, a whole wealth of, of great, great singers and songwriters uh, there is absolutely no reason why we shouldn't be back where we belong, right at the top of Eurovision. I think our biggest problem is we're aiming at a formula. We think it has to be Eurovision formula. I mean, when we won back with Rock and Roll Kids way back, it was mm. certainly wasn't it wasn't a formula. It was two old beardy bucks singing a song, singing <laughs> the guitar and the vocal, you know. But it was a great song. I mean, Brendan Graham, who wrote the song. He's had a huge record of having songs in the Eurovision. He won the Eurovision as well with the with the voice with Timo Quinn. He's had uh, Red Hurley sang his song um, when way back in the in the dark days. And you know we've all we've we are you know we're just so lucky. Look at all the people we've produced: Paul Brady, Van Morrison, Lisa Hannigan, Hosier, Gavin James. I mean, we have we are steeped in song in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, take take a traditional song like "She Moved Through the Fair." I guarantee you, if this was back in the day and we put, we put in "She Moved Through the Fair," we would win hands yeah. down. But would it win now, you know though, Charlie? Saying? Like, you know, something. Yes, it you know, would. Yes, you think it would? yes, it would. I think you so, see, it's a great melody. It's a great story. It's a great lyric. You know. I mean, we're steeped in music here. I just yeah. can't understand why. We, we but, are, you know. and we've had great success over the years, but I suppose, you know, not so much in, in recent years, Charlie. And I, I just wonder, like, I mean, I actually think two or three of the songs there that we played are, are are very good. There's easily two or three of them I would, you know, would enjoy and would listen to and would very easily sing along to. But what does it take to win the Eurovision now in 2024? I think book the system. Don't just go into the thing with the formula in your mind. Just write a good song with a good message, with a good lyric, with a great... Me- we're, 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 our melodies are strong. Look at our traditional music. There was a fellow called Tom Moore, an American songwriter, who came to Ireland uh, to live, and he had a band called Pumpkinhead way back in the day. And what he did was he took some of the reels and the jigs and he slowed them down and turned them into songs like Cavern Girl, you know, that was possibly one of the greatest Irish songs ever. And he, 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 he literally saw the value in the Irish melodies. You know, were, we're just full of, it's, it's, we're, we're so lucky in a lot of ways okay. to have all this music around us. D- I mean, you know, go on. No, it's just Sorry, to bring, I just wanted to bring Charlie Dermot Manning in as well. Dermot's um, a Eurovision veteran. You're, um, you follow it very, very closely, Dermot, every year. Do you think we have a potential winner from what you've heard there today? 
Uh, well, obviously one will win the Eurosong tonight. Uh, a potential Eurovision Song Contest winner, yeah. I wouldn't be so sure. Why? Uh, I think it's very, it's very hard. To, well, I think look at last year, for example. I mean, Sweden sent Lorene, you know, huge, huge, huge star from like 2012 and she won with the song Euphoria and, you know, came on the back of the very big Melody Festival in, uh, show in Sweden. And she came with an enormous sort of wind, you know, of support behind her. Uh, and then she came up against this song from Finland, uh, Cha 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 by Caria, which was incredibly visual, you know, brought the audience in Liverpool along. They sang it to the echo. And I mean, who, and Cha 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 possibly isn't the greatest song in the world, but it visually, it really hits something. And I think that's the point I, I was listening to what Charlie was saying. Oh, by the way, hello, Charlie. I first, uh, 30 years since I met him in Dublin, nice. actually, for the Eurovision. <laughs> and we're still here, Charlie. We're still here. And, Good to uh, know that. But, but yeah, but the, but the word the contest is called the Eurovision, and I think the vision part is incredibly important. I think whatever okay. you know, song is that you do have to make a visual impact. Yeah. But it's more than a song contest. It is more. It's always been more. Weirdly, it's always been more than a song contest. And funny, just listen, Charlie. I've always thought about Charlie and why did rock and roll kids like it, we always say broke the mold and it's simply you know and it you know it, it went against the formula. But if you think back to the mid-90s, unplugged albums were very popular then, you know? And effectively, Rock and Roll Kids is like an unplugged song. It's just, a, you know, a guitar and a piano. And, and I always thought it was very clever. Brendan Graham was very clever that he timed that song perfectly to sort of hit that, you know, uh, that, 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 that love of unplugged music that was doing very well at the time. So, um, so I mean, but it is like, I mean, I mean, there's some, there's select songs we have tonight. I mean, the one thing I would say for the the the, the panel that basically selected the six mm. songs, they they're, they're not the usual, you know, run, you know, by the numbers Eurovision sort of up tempo thumpers or whatever. There's some very different stuff in there. There's rap yeah, from yeah. Well, there is you know real rock with Bambi Thug and you know as well as your traditional Eurovision song with a with a key change, which is Erica Cody. Your boy band, you have next in line, and then you have a very unusual Irish song, Gotoban mm. from Anisha. Do you have so, a favourite you know, Dermot of the six? I, I well, I call me old fashioned. I I do like I like Erica's song. Actually. Yeah, I so do I. I, I. Actually, it's been it's in my head all morning. Yeah, you can sing along to it. It's very catchy. It's instant. But as I said, you know, if you're looking at what's done well at Eurovision, like Monoskin a couple of years ago, the big rockers from Italy, you know, really brash, you know. And, and so something like Alicia Zonkotobin could be in that vein and could do, okay. you know, just and, 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 and appeal beyond Ireland into a, and just pick up pick up a zeitgeist around Europe. And, I, you know, so you never know. You never know. 1800 453 is the number if you want to, to join us here. Charlie McGettigan and, and Dermot Manning. Keith is also with this on the line, Keith. Are you are you confident, optimistic after hearing some of our um, hopeful entries for the Euro song tonight? Well, it depends on what you consider to be optimistic. I might and think I'm pretty certain in saying that there isn't a winner there. Um, is there a qualifier? Possibly one or two might qualify. Don't forget, we have the worst record of qualification in Eurovision over the last 10 years. We were once the the leaders in Eurovision. Now we're the sick men of the contest uh, with the worst record over the last decade. Um, Is there any song that's going to make um, a huge change to that? I don't think so. But uh, you need to see them live. The point that Dermot Mm. made is very, very good there, that that it's a vision contest. And you need to make that three minutes of magic that can be remembered after 26 songs. 
And there's one thing I, I want to mention that maybe the, boy, the boys there haven't mentioned, and that is since we did well, the contest has changed considerably. And one of the major factors is that now 50% of the votes are by the public. And it's also now any country can sing in English, which they couldn't do when, when we were winning the contest. So we've really not kept pace with those changes. Um, we are not sending our top quality artists and our top quality songwriters. And I mean, Charlie gave a very good list there mm. of people that are really doing well in music. And I'd add people like uh, Kian De Crow and people like that who I think could, could send a really good, strong song to your but um, so, what do you think we sending... need to send, Keith? Like, I mean, from from the the, the clips that we've played there, the different um, the uh, you know the, the hopeful entries. Like, only obviously one of those will be picked now on the late late show tonight. That'll be the country's entry for the the contest in in uh, in Sweden. So, like, do you what do you think we should pick tonight? Have you a favourite? Of, of the of the songs that are that are available to us to pick tonight, I'd probably go with Dermot and go for Erica Cody's song. I think it has the appeal of being instant, which is really important um, in a, in a in a contest. Um, I wouldn't be totally against the next in line song, the ballad by the boy band, if it comes across well. Um, in terms of who I'd like to see at Eurovision, I'd like to see people like Imelda May or uh, Dermot Kennedy or Kian De Crow. I think all but of the, three but of those. Any interest, Keith? Um, well, that's the that's the thing. I think they're, we know that they're able to sing and perform and write great songs. And I think RT should reach out to them and say, right, then we've got this package. We'll give you all the promotion. We'll put you on television. You know, we'll take you around. We'll really make an effort and get behind you. And I think you could attract really okay. strong acts if you did that. Would you, do, how do you feel about that, Charlie? Sort of just cherry picking, you know, an, an established, um, successful Irish singer and, and, and plead with them to go out? Yeah, I think Amelda May would be great to hear her name mentioned because she's just a a beautiful songwriter and and really knows how to present a song well. You know, there are up-and-coming people then, like the Lost Brothers. There's people like Alton Conlon, he's a singer-songwriter from Galway, who has really produced some amazingly good songs. Gemma Hayes, you know, Lisa Hannigan. We have these quality singers and, and, and writers so why not? Why not put it out to them all, you know, and sort of look at the list and sort of say who who would be the best? Not not just pick one, but pick a bunch of them and sort of write you guys. You get come up with a, with a good song, not a Eurovision song, just a good song that people can listen to and sing and join in with and get the message, either laugh or cry because of the uh, the, the theme of the song. But we we are so lucky. Take an Irish, take an Irish reel or an Irish jig and jig it around a bit and turn it into mm. a, a song. That's what Tom Moore did down the years. Okay, ago. You, Robert's with us as well, Charlie. Robert's also on the line. What do you want to see done differently this time round, Robert? Well, I, if you're talking about the the internal process of picking a song in Ireland, I really don't know. I'd imagine that the whole process was open to everyone, professionals and amateurs alike, and the best song would be taken out of that rather than asking an established uh, uh, professional to write a song and run with it. But on the night of the final itself, I would rather see uh, professionals from the music industry, such as vocalists, composers, producers, musicians, I would like to see them only be doing the judging on the night of the final itself rather than countries uh, participating in it. Because you have countries who are neighbouring countries will vote for each other 
whether the song is of quality or not. And then you'll have countries that are not friendly with each other side by side. So even if a song is good, they will still not give it a, a, a decent amount of votes or sometimes any votes at all. You see, there's the, there's the politics, Dermot, really, isn't there, the whole thing as well? Well, no, I mean, I, I, I counter that, that you mean, the, the, one of the great things about Eurovision is the democratic effect of the event and that the people watching the show ultimately do get to decide the winner, along with professional juries in each country. But I mean, uh, this thing about block voting comes up year in, year out. And I simply say the answer to that is, if it was block voting year in, year out, the same country would win every year. And they don't, you know. I mean, if you look back over the last number of years, we've had winners from Israel, we've had winners from the Netherlands, we've had winners from Italy, we've had winners from Austria, we've had winners. So this block voting thing doesn't add up because it's simply, you know, because basically at the end of the day, the best song does tend to win out. I mean, and, and, and a good example, the Monoskin a couple of years ago. I mean, Monoskin have gone on to enormous success. They right. played a concert here in the Tree Arena in Dublin only a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, and so I don't agree with that. And I think you do, the public having a say in the winner as well is very mm. important for the, the whole format of the event. I think, I mean, back in the day, back in the 70s when it was juries, I mean, people gave out about them as well. So, you know, I think the 50 Well, it's harder to complain, is, is, you see, when you have the public involvement in it too. Exactly, you know, but I think the, the, the system they have is a 50-50 where, you know, the, the, I think the, the, the Robert is his name, uh, the point of where you may get some very, very strong regional biases. Yeah. They are tempered by having a, re- a professional jury in each country who do listen to the songs. Okay. And I think, I, think, I think Charlie has been on the Irish jury in the past. And he'll tell us that, you know, that they listen to the songs very carefully. They really weigh up and they have a criteria that they judge them on. So I think that adds a great... Is it that uh, fair, benefit. Charlie? Yeah, my own opinion about the people voting, um, my problem with it is that it's very easy to, say, for example, uh, take a top band, Westlife, you know, um, you know, and somebody, so hold one second, when, when, (laughs) when somebody say from the same management can literally flood the market, flood the Twitter or the X um, and Facebook, et cetera, cetera, Instagrams with with, with, uh, publicity, you know, that if you love Westlife, you're going to love this song or, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's slightly open to manipulation. You know, okay. by record companies and stuff like that. But I, I, I think if you want the people to vote, and I've been saying this for years, give them a prize to pick out the best song. And if they, if they pick out the best song, they'll get a, a, a big a tour of Europe or a new, a new car or something like that. Give them a reason to pick the best song rather than to pick the, the song that, that's been sort of manipulating them in, into okay. vote. If you notice... The, the, from the the jury's vote can suddenly be completely up uh, t- turned around by the pu- by the public vote, and I kind of worry about that. It's so strange. Well, I'd be interested to see which song comes through tonight at a Euro Song or to ye the late late show. You'll find out the winner. Uh, which we'll probably be talking about it maybe on Monday. Charlie McGettigan, Robert as well, and um, also Dermot and Keith. Thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. That is the number. Sandy though, just on the mention of Westlife, Sandy and. Kevin has got in touch please don't send a boy band um, it's next in line is the uh, is the hopeful tonight the boy band hopeful if we're looking for something different don't send a boy band the quality from Louis Walsh and that formula type band that have come out of any country I don't think is the winner at the Eurovision so Sandy Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan 
weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.